How was your day the other day after the 5 a.m. sunrise? Dude, I went, I went back to sleep, dude. I yeah. thought I was like ready. I literally took pre-workout and then I just fell asleep. Hey guys, my name is Loeb. Uh, 19 years old. I am going to be a sophomore at John Carroll University in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, so the things I'm passionate about, I love fitness. I love lifting. Very passionate about my faith. Um, and I'm passionate about self-improvement as well, like overall self-improvement. Uh, my Instagram is at Maxwell Loeb. There's three L's. Don't mess that up because I know I do it all the time with my email handle or whatever. So there's three L's in there. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for coming on, Max. Thank you for inviting me, dude. Of course, man. All right. First question, we'll just get right into it, is do you consider yourself, there's two parts to this question, do you consider okay. yourself a motivated person and in what way? So the what way is sort of what your definition of motivation is. Yeah. So I do consider myself a motivated person and I think a lot of one thing I one thing I definitely made an effort to do is like distinguish my motivation from my drive. One thing I've noticed is like talking about motivation is that sometimes it can come and go and I'm motivated by like a ton of different things like my obviously my faith, my family, um a big thing that I'm that motivates me is like self-improvement like my past self progress pictures things like that like comparing myself to my past self that's a huge motivator for me but one thing I've noticed that motivation kind of it can almost like come and go which is like the reality of life so one thing I try to do is turn whatever motivates me into this like drive almost this like like we've I know we've talked about like what's your why like why do you get up in the morning why do you do what you do like all those things factor into my drive and my why so it's a consistent like outpouring of all those different things that um like my faith my uh, self-improvement things like that it's a consistent outflow of all those things that kind of make up the foundation for it and then honestly just like on a day-to-day -day basis i like i have a lot of thoughts running through my head and sometimes they motivate me more than they do on other days but like for me, it's all about finding whatever thoughts motivate me in that current moment and, and like flipping them and using them as motivation while also having like that foundation of those things that drive me. And so uh, one of the things you mentioned is talking about what is your why? So yeah. personally, what do you think your why is? So I think for me, I mean, to say it in like a, in a more general sense is it's to glorify God and, and whatever I do. And be honest with you, I like, I think all of us try to do this, but I'm still trying to figure it out on a day to day basis. Like what my concrete why is like why I'm doing what I'm doing today. Like it's a day to day thing. And I think right now my why is to, like I said, glorify God, just be a positive influence impact in other people's life and love like jesus loves like love like love selflessly love unconditionally like whatever that may be friendships relationships whatever that i think is my why and 
definitely why I get up in the morning and try to be as positive as I can, try to do what I do. So there's multiple um, aspects of your why and what yeah. comes to be your motivation or your drive. Um, the two parts that I picked up was one being to better yourself and two, yeah. to um, how you have relationships with other people. Um, yep. So how do you act in terms of your habits, in terms of your mentality, um, in terms of how do, you, how do you live your life? We'll start with on a personal level. Um, what habits do you keep? What mentalities do you keep? Um, actions that you push yourself to do when you don't want to. The long list of anything that you do to improve yourself. What is your personal ways that you've sort of developed into improving yourself? Yeah, so I think it starts with a, a strong like prayer foundation and being rooted in in God and like knowing your identity as a son or a daughter of God, like knowing that. Because at the end of the day, when all else fails, that will never fade. Like that will always be there. You're always going to be a son or daughter of God. So that's the, like the foundation for it. As for things that help me craft like my mindset and my mentality, one of the big things I, I preach and I talk about and I do, um, I'd be lying if I said I did it every day, but for the most part, take cold showers in the morning. It's a good way to like offer up a sacrifice as a prayer, but just more logistically like it's the it's probably the hardest task of your day i can't say it, it is but it's the hardest task of your day so if you do that right away in the morning knock it right like first thing um even though like definitely don't want to do it i never really want to do it but you knock it out first thing in the morning the rest of the tasks in your day whatever you have to do is just going to be a little bit easier because you've already done your hardest task even if it is just like for two minutes it creates a domino effect and that's something that i've definitely noticed I also try to, generally speaking, off my phone for at least the first hour of the day. Again, like I'm not always perfect about it, but I try to stay off my phone for the first hour of the day. One thing I've done is I bought like a $10 alarm clock. Yes. So that way, like I, there's no excuse for me to go on my phone or wake up. Like I don't have to turn, on, turn off an alarm. Um, but I found that like when I do that, I wake up, um, I do reflections, I pray, I get my coffee, like. I can center my day on what I know is right and what I know is going to bring me peace instead of just immediately going to my phone and looking at what, what notifications I got, like scrolling through Instagram and TikTok, things like that. So it's like a, a big part of your, your process is um, not only knowing your priorities and acting upon your priorities, but sort of, right from the start of every day, like re reamplifying your priorities and having them put at the center, like right at the beginning. And you found that to help a lot. Yeah. Cause one thing I've definitely noticed is that if you take your mind out of the day and you look too far into the future, your thoughts are not going to be the same. Like, like scientifically, I know you're going to be more anxious think about future. And one thing I always try to do is keep perspective. Like I only get today, like, as cliche as it sounds like you really don't know what you're going to get tomorrow. So what I do when I wake up is I re yeah, like you said, I re-emphasize everything I know is important because it's a, like life is just day by day. It's a string of one single today. So yeah, I, I try to re-emphasize all of that because you never really know where your mind's going to be when you wake up too. Like sometimes I wake up thinking about like random things that um, may make me like sad, may make me, 
um, unproductive, things like that. So just reemphasizing what I know is important is key for sure. Mm-hmm. And how comparing yourself now um, to you said earlier, um, comparing yourself to your past self has really been a driving force um, in your day to day. How do you feel like you've grown um, from either to get to this process or because of this process or both? Well, I think like going through this process, like I've definitely learned a lot. Like what I always, always say if like, if I'm speaking on a podcast or I'm talking to somebody else, I would never say something that I haven't tried or I don't personally believe is, is true. So like everything I say, everything I know is because I've done it. So I've definitely grown. I know for a fact who I am now is because of what I've done and what I've tried in the past. It's not like this thing I just randomly picked up and I'm thinking, oh, it works because I've tried it for two days and I saw a YouTube video on it. I've tried it for weeks. I understand why it works and I'm passionately saying that others should try it. But just looking looking back at who I was probably like a year ago, like, I mean, like physically, obviously, I've, I've made it a real, real key in my life to make process and uh, or to make progress and try to get in better shape, things like that. And I can see the the progress I've been making, but mentally like a year ago, I was like, like one of the weakest people comparing my year ago self to like people I know now, like one of the weakest people mentally I know. Like I was super sensitive, like, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but too, like too much sensitivity can com- compromise how you think. Like I was super sensitive. I, was so worried about what other people thought of me so worried about like what society expected from me like all those things i was super super weak definitely was not sure of myself at all in any aspect of my life and just kind of went along whatever made the people around me the happiest now i definitely focus on building my relationship with god and making myself the happiest Mm -hmm. so using that as a segue um because you talked about how you try to make other people happy. I want to dial in on your um, your growth and your development in terms of your relationship with other people. Um, what yeah. you other people, what you expect out of a relationship, um, what you how you act with people, um, what your mentality is as far as um, like you said, what you used to try and just make them happy. How you feel about that now? So basically, how have you grown in terms of viewing relationships, friendships? Um, intimate relationships with your family, um, with strangers, stuff like that. Yeah. So one thing that I've noticed that's kind of stayed consistent throughout all of this is the idea of, of seeing Jesus in all people and like treating them, treating other people as if it was Jesus pretty much like seeing them and seeing Jesus in their face, like treating others with respect, like the golden rule, like treating others, how you want to be treated that's never really changed. And that has, it still is driving force in how we interact with people, but more generally speaking now, whether it be strangers with people I know, like I've grown very, very like selective on how much I invest into relationships because I've understood that sometimes putting too much in or um, giving too much, is can hurt you yourself like one thing i've noticed is a lot of time i like to use this analogy of like watering dead watering dead plants 
Like you can keep watering a dead plant. It's not going to grow. Like it's not, it's not going to give you, it's not, it's not going to give you what you essentially want or need from uh, like a healthy friendship, a healthy relationship. So it's not like you're disrespectful towards people relationships or you completely blow them off or are mean to them. But if you understand that a relationship or a friendship is bringing you down as a person, hurting relationship with God, hurting your happiness, like, like by all means I've learned, I need to stop it. And it's like, especially with people you've been friends with for a while, like it's never easy to do that. And I've had to do it with multiple people. It's never easy to do it. But as time goes on, the the blessings you'll get from doing that are multiply tenfold. Like, even though it's never easy in the moment, it's definitely worth it in the long run. Mm-hmm. And just like, I guess for my family, I've kind of all stayed the same. But one thing I've tried to do more recently is be more selfless in my actions with them, especially because like we're all home and like we're all getting a little bit sick of each other. One thing I've tried to do is be selfless and just complain less, honestly. Like I've noticed that when I complain less, like, everybody around me is a little happier. So I've, I've tried doing that too. Mm. So uh, redialing back to uh, seeing the bigger picture and how you've grown. Um, we dialed in on how you've grown personally. We've dialed in on how you've grown in your relationships with other people in your mentality. Would it be accurate to say as just to clarify, you have not always been like this. This is a huge change, a huge life decision that you made to change who you are and get to the point that you are now yeah definitely but it's been a decision that has um unfolded over like a year or so it hasn't definitely wasn't like one day i woke up and said oh i'm gonna act like this like it's been a consistent like trying to change who i am right and it's that's heavy emphasis on a process as opposed to just making one decision everything being okay which yeah. um, I really appreciate. And I think that's something that a lot of people really need to focus on is the process as opposed to just the start point and just the end goal. Um, but for you personally, what made you decide, what made you take action to turn your life around and start pushing towards whether you had that goal all along or whether you decided to come up with a new goal, what in your mind changed that made you start the process? that made you decide that you wanted to do different than what you already were? Hmm. Um, I can't like, I think one of the things, like it was, it was probably multiple events that just kept unfolding. One of the, the big one, I think that probably kickstarted it was a pilgrimage I went on in August to Medjugorje. Like it was where I really fully understood for the first time that I am a son of God and like, that's where my identity lies, not in what other people think of me, not in what society thinks of me. Like, that's where my identity lies, and that will always be there. So I think that was probably the foundation for it. But honestly, like, the I'd probably say the moments where I feel the lowest in my life, whether it be, like, with my self, self-worth, like, struggling to have positive thoughts, and, like, there have definitely been instances – with that during during this past school year um even at like the start of this quarantine like they like there were moments that i felt super super low like i didn't love myself i i wasn't happy and i think as time has gone on i can't really say what it what, what it is but i've always understood that 
good always comes out of bad situations, no matter what. And the Bible verse that I always t- like tell people to read, to read if they're going through a difficult time is, I think it's Second Corinthians four seventeen, which is saying like, um, our like momentary afflictions, our momentary pains will bring that we can't even imagine. And I think it was just like a constant reminder of that in dark times and hard times that it's going to get better. And after reminding myself that putting in the work to actually make myself better, that was a huge key as well. Because like I said, I always understood that bad or good things would come from bad situations eventually. But I never really put in the work to do so until recently. And that's when I noticed a big change. So a lot of proactivity, you deciding to not just change your mentality, but change the way you acted to actually go get what you wanted and to make the decisions to change the way you wanted instead of just let it, trying to hope it happened for you. Um, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And And, so I want to hear further thoughts on, because what the phrase that I sort of hear out of that is the don't pray to be stronger, pray for the opportunity to get stronger. I feel like that's a lot of what I'm hearing from you. And that really helps with focusing on the process that really helps on the day-to-day actions, allowing you to stay in the moment, um, which prevents you from sort of what you seem to say, like prevents you from burning out um, and losing sight of what's really important. Um, But yeah, what are your thoughts on as far as that whole concept goes and how it applies to your life? Yeah. Well, one thing you probably can't read it on this, but I have a wristband that says, it's our football team wristband it says embrace the process and I've been wearing that since the start of this this past season and like whether I know it or not it's always there as a constant reminder to fully embrace what's going on and when we talk about like being process oriented or like like loving the moment that you're living in instead of like being super goal oriented and looking towards a destination that's personally something I always struggled with I'm like a really linear person and I'm always, I always feel like working towards something that like quantifiable is better. And honestly, I found that when I reach a quantifiable goal, I am happy. But the thing is like, sometimes you don't have quantifiable goals that you can always reach in a short period of time. So you have to learn to love what you're doing. And I think in acting, like you said, like praying for the opportunity to get strong, like be stronger instead of like just praying for strength, like doing and living in the process is a huge key to that because without action, you can only take yourself so far. I, I know that God, you can do anything with Christ. And that's like the super, super, not cliche, but popular Bible verse. Like it's for, or, 13 Corinthians 413 I'm not sure one of the yeah um yeah so it's like the super super popular bible verse but like what people don't realize that that says you can do all things it's not like you can just wake up one day pray feel connected to God and you're invincible like they miss the do in that like you actually have to go and do do things take action like I always say like you have to you have to do it today like you have to take act day and 
sow the seeds that you want to reap tomorrow, but you have to take action in the current day. Like just sitting around and just hoping is only going to do so much. And I, I personally found that true. And when I've stopped hoping and started acting on the hope that I had, I've like, I've grown so much more. Mm -hmm. Just hearing your um, mentality, how you've grown your perception on your own process and how people should view the process and motivation. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the sense of healthy motivation versus unhealthy motivation. And to specify, um, when it becomes unhealthy per se is mm -hmm. when it gets to the point where you're consumed by a certain goal um, that in some cases that you could end up being burnt out by um, or in some cases you could lose sense of certain priorities. Um, those are just some examples, but the sense that a lot of, there are often people are like, don't forget what's important, basically. Have goals, but don't forget your priorities. Um, whereas other people, especially in like motivational videos and stuff like that, it's like, this becomes your life. This is what yeah. you have to um, make out of it. Um, there's two different sides. One is sort of like people that say that there is such thing as unhealthy motivation just aren't motivated enough. And then there's another side that you start to lose focus of what's important if you're too motivated on something that isn't really important, but then that becomes controversial because you decide what's important. So the question yeah. is like, what are your thoughts? Where do you lie on the spectrum? Cause it is a spectrum. It's not just one or the other. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really tough. And, and like, to be honest with you, I've had, plenty and like still do today experience like unhealthy motivation like one thing that I, like I when I was trying to lose weight like I used to literally I weighed myself like I probably every day this is probably like a year or so ago I weighed myself every day and like like if you guys if you know anything about losing weight and dieting things like that your weight like totally fluctuates so like it was never really a consistent number and like I was seeing like consistent progress and I was so consumed by the number on the scale. And that was really unhealthy in my motivation. Just being motivated by a number was really unhealthy. And to be honest with you, like I still see the effects of that today. I've made a real concerted effort recently to be less like consumed by tracking what I eat like obviously I'm trying to lose weight right now like tracking what I eat is important but I've like used to probably like still do in some cases measure everything I eat to the T like uh, it's like an obsession honestly and I'm working to combat that like all the time but I definitely can see how unhealthy motivation is is probably the thing that I always do and I, I just talked about it like centering myself on my priorities first thing in the morning will always and does always remind me of what's important and my actions tend to for the rest of the day tend to flow out from that first hour and it's not always perfect and like I don't always act perfectly on what I believe I mean I don't think anybody does but I make sure to go if we're talking about on like a faith basis, like I make sure to go to mass and adoration every week. Like I make sure to 
like communicate with my friends who believe the same thing that I believe. Like I create other reminders for myself throughout the week, throughout the day, where I'm still rooted in those beliefs. Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's a good bridge between two worlds in my opinion. Yeah. I follow on the same line like there is a point where it becomes you sort of are thrown off and it becomes more harmful than good but that point is it's more about how you think of your goal and how you try to achieve it as opposed to just being like I don't think there's necessarily something as over motivated I think it's just a matter of your priorities um, which I feel like you really communicated well too um so yeah the, I the last thing that I have uh or not necessarily a question I guess it's a question what um, what would be something that you, what, what sense of advice, something of, uh, something that you want your audience to know, um, something that you feel like everyone should be a staple, um, with everyone's thoughts, education, intelligent, um, information, uh, yeah. motivation in general. So any advice on motivation? Yeah. So I'd say two things that are super central in my life when it comes to motivation. First is knowing where your identity is rooted. And I guess for it, you're rooted as a son or a daughter of God. And that's the only thing that's never going to go away. Like acceptance from other people, like feeling happy as you, you accomplish something like that's going to go away eventually. No matter if you want to edit it or not, it's eventually going to go away. And the only thing that sustains is God. So rooting yourself in that is the most important and coming in a close second is perspective. Like I've worked really hard to develop a perspective that keeps me honest in living in the day. I, like I said earlier, I found that when I worry too much about the future, like I get anxious and I lose perspective and that perspective of my faith and gratitude, like that's super important to me at least, in staying central, staying present in the day, because I found when you stay present in the day, you're a lot happier and you get a lot more done. That's great. That's great advice. Everyone listen to that. Um, follow Max on Instagram. Three L's. Don't mess that up. Yep, three L's. Exactly. Thank you for um, giving us a little bit of your witness into your life. Um, I know that able to help other people in their journey too. Thanks for having me, dude. I, I really do appreciate it. I love talking. Oh, absolutely. Thank you.